This podcast is provided for general information only and assumes a certain level of knowledge of financial markets. It is not an invitation to make an investment and should not be construed as advice. The views in this podcast are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily reflect those of Investec Asset Management. Value of investments can fall as well as rise and losses may be made. In South Africa, Investec Asset Management is an authorised financial services provider. Welcome to this Investment Views 2020 podcast. With me is Therese Nicholson, who is the Global Head of ESG and Investec Asset Management in London. Therese, we spoke many, many months ago about the way that ESG has gone mainstream. Now, presumably, since we last spoke, which was probably nine months ago, it's gone even more mainstream. Yes, absolutely. And if we look forward as well, we see just a growing focus on ESG and active ownership. Which is an important development, of course, an important momentum. But since we, again, since we last spoke, has the momentum grown? Have there been any changes? And have you seen a noticeable change, not just within Investec, but also with other companies following your lead, if you like? Yes. So uh, in general terms, I think we've seen more of the same, but just more intensity around the the issues. And some of the areas that are getting a lot of attention um, that we can pick up on is, for example, the regulatory space, which is um, getting more and more pace around the world. Secondly, uh, transparency and reporting is growing on agendas and then active ownership and also, of course, climate change. With respect to regulation, first and foremost, uh, we're seeing that asset owners are under increasing pressure to make sure that the allocations that they have with managers really integrate ESG and that we engage with investments. So obviously that has great implications for how we um, operate as an asset manager. Secondly, on regulation as well, I would say that the EU is really leading the way with the work that they do around the sustainability taxonomy. That will have an impact on actually a broad part of the market and possibly even globally in the long term from what we can tell. With respect to transparency and reporting, again, in Europe, we'll be working on the updated UK stewardship code, which is raising the bar further around both integration and reporting. Also, the shareholder rights directive in Europe will push the envelope for investors to to do the same things. Active ownership um, is something that we're hearing from a lot of clients um, to be increasingly important. And there's more and more um, focus on this. And we also see that this can be more powerful than you know any divestment movement that we're seeing around the world. And it should bring investors and companies closer together. And then finally, uh, as I mentioned, climate change, of course. I mean, this is the big theme um, for next year. We're trying to fight a 1.5 to 2 degree future. This is really challenging. And investors, especially the asset owner industry, is playing a crucial role. And we've noted a significant uptake uh, on this issue. And this will transpire in the form of focus on the TCFD, concepts like net carbon commitments, and then, of course, engagement. Yes, and on that note, I don't know if you're able to comment upon it, but there is a very large oil company that keeps on postponing its IPO but will eventually come to market. I look in the background and I think to myself, well, perhaps the investment case for this, or rather the IPO case for this, is cooling because of what you've just described. In other words, people being aware of climate change. 
Absolutely. And the, the scrutiny of the sector is as big as it's ever been. I think there is still a, a, a part of the market that is going down the divestment route and trying to sort of uh, p- prevent companies from coming to market and for us to continuing investing in this industry. I think we take an approach of looking at a responsible um, energy transition. We do see um, oil and gas playing a role in that transition. But the key from from where we stand is, of course, to engage with these uh, companies to make sure that there is a a, a just transition and that there are strategies in place for them to decarbonize and actually changing their strategies over the long term. So that landscape is changing by the day, I would say. What are the implications for investors on what you've just described over the last four minutes? So for investors, it's really raising the bar across the board. I mean, for integration, this means that it really needs to penetrate into the investment teams so that there can be more focus on active ownership and advocacy with respect to what the ESG team does versus an investment team, for example. I think the conversations have moved on from it being just about data and transparency, but actually now seeing action from companies and how it sits with the executive management, what their strategies are, and also how they're compensated in relation to these issues. I speak to lots of people in my role as a podcaster, Therese, and I've always said that Investec seems to be at the forefront, one of the forerunners of ESG, promoting ESG. How do you see sustainable investing developing at Investec in 2020? What's your 2020 ESG vision? So for Investec Asset Management, we continue to be deeply committed to sustainability and, and responsible investment. It's critical not only to how we invest, but how we engage markets and, and then, of course, how we behave as an organization. Next year is a particularly exciting year for us as we're going to be a separately listed company, of course. The direction around this will not change in, in any way, but in, instead it will provide us with a, a good new platform to, to share this work with markets and and of course, engage with with shareholders. With respect to our investment capabilities, we'll continue to think about ESG as an integral part of that process. And the ownership of this, like I mentioned before, really has to rest within the investment teams. Um, The focus will be to to deepen the integration process on, on, on ESG and to push it further into the investment teams. But in addition to this, we'll also continue to focus on opportunities around purer sustainability strategies. So last year, we had a successful launch of, of two sustainability strategies, the global environment and then also the UK sustainable equity. So we think now we have a strong platform and, and obviously a growing track record of managing these kinds of investments. Um, and these both draw on broadening focus internally that we have around how we can approach investments with impact. So we have, of course, many years of experience with this in Africa, but we also recognize that this concept is expanding and allows investors to think much wider, incorporating, for example, the sustainable development goals, which is a a big focus for our clients. So we're staying quite wary, of course, of of the greenwashing risks that there's a lot of focus on. The taxonomy that's, that's developing in Europe will go some way to, of course, addressing that. Uh, but we think that is that's presenting a lot of opportunities given the green economy that we need to actually facilitate around the world. 
And then all of this continue to um, evolve and uh, we'll spend more time on engagements and advocacy. Some of that is done by the ESG team. Some of it is done uh, more effectively by the investment teams and sometimes a combination of, of the two. And then finally, I would say, of course, that um, 2020 will see even more focus on, on, on climate change, like, like I mentioned before that is the big theme and uh, we continue to work with our clients around engaging and reporting on carbon and we are committed to reporting as well against the TCFD recommendations uh, next year and importantly making sure that that work penetrates the organization from the top with the leadership into the actual investment teams to try and start facilitating decarbonization. But it's a, it's a huge challenge for both the investment communi uh, community and it's, it's not something that ESG team or, or capabilities can do on their own. So very exciting but, but challenging year ahead for ESG. It really sounds as though you have your work cut out, but uh, please keep up that good work. Therese, thank you so much for your insight. That's Therese Nicholson, who's the Global Head of ESG at Investec Asset Management in London.